Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of plants for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. This week... I'm joined by a real expert in the trade, a former manager of the Chelsea Flower Show and a journalist and lecturer within horticulture. It's Alex Denman. I'll be asking Alex about her involvement in the Royal Windsor Rose and Horticultural Society show, coming up in just under a month. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. And to Charlie Jones, our producer. Wonderful weather this week. Yeah, I could do with a night's rain, uh, but in another, oh, incredibly busy week at uh, BBC Gardeners World Live, uh, we built a stand 10 metres by 10 metres and 4.6 metres high, and up and down the steps of that pyramid made me realise that I still had muscles in my thighs and could hardly walk the next morning. <laughs> 1,100 two-litre plants and, you know, you, the most you could take up would be two at a time and then uh, at every other step, every other step, they needed to be screwed into the timber and so my fingers were pretty sore too. Why do we do these things? But it was a tremendously successful show uh, the exhibitors at uh, BBC Gardeners World Live Birmingham tell me that uh, it was way better than Hampton Court now uh, and they had a really successful show. 30-odd uh, wheelbarrows from schools growing vegetables and herbs. The show gardens too are of a style and a size which is much more appropriate to the home gardeners. And of course there are plenty of talks and demonstrations right through that Gardeners World Live as uh, had the uh, new life breathed into it. On the news front today, a report from Dorchester-on-Thames, where I spent a very pleasant, sunny, Sunday afternoon visiting 15 open gardens in their open garden weekend, raising money for the Abbey. Do you know, it is fascinating to see how different people's approach to gardening is. We started off in a really big and uh, luxurious Chelsea Flower Show designer-type garden, which really was spectacular. The drive up to the house was lined by, I think it was a 50 pyramid-shaped box, about uh, two feet or so high, and then between them, ten box balls in two great lines each side of the drive. I wouldn't want the job of trimming them, I tell you. Boy, that takes some time. I mean, commercially, they have a machine which just drops down a round box and cuts in a perfect ball. But to trim those by hand once they're planted is uh, really quite tricky. 
so I wish them every success. In the beds behind the house, then it was very much designer style with purplish plum-coloured roses, all of the purple flowers uh, backed by mostly light green foliage, very effectively done. And then in a tiny garden, there was an interesting collection of containers and I was pleased to to see uh, how they've started to colour coordinate the containers. They were all in those bright glazed blue style and appropriately planted too. I saw an urn with uh, Ophiopogon, that's the black Uh, good ground cover grass and in the middle one pot of really bright red flowering gerbera in the sweet series goodness it looked like flames coming out from the coals it really is uh, quite interesting what people do with their gardens and I have to say the roses everywhere were absolutely perfect we must have picked it almost to the day some really stunning climbers Uh, and I think of all of them compassion on the west side of one house wall was the best of them all that's a lovely rose nicely fragrant you can cut them and bring them indoors as cut flower and of course they will flower right the way through the summer season in the garden trade news i'm always interested to see uh, their plant bestseller chart and one has just dropped on my uh, desk which has the top 20 best-selling plants for 2017-18 and I really don't understand it because number one top seller is Pelagonium followed by Primula I mean that's the little primroses I suppose which uh, really boost that right the way through the winter months and then Cyclamen and down to Pansy but a bit lower down I can see there's Viola too and if you put those two together the viola and the pansy then I think they would begin to uh, compete with the pelagonium I must get to Trevor Fiverr in again Uh, he's the chap who uh, compiles this list and I'm not sure whether it's compiled from the number of plants sold or for their value so I must get that sorted out there's a tremendous number of lavender sold for example and that comes way down on the list, even below things like Narcissus and Lobelia. And, and so I think it must be by number rather than value, because lavenders will sell at a slightly higher price than many of these uh, winter, spring and summer flowering annuals. And when it comes to seasonal advice, on the pansies and violas, late July is a good time to sow them that last week in July or the first week in August. And the same goes for spring cabbage. Although with the cabbage, you sow it late July if you're going to transplant them. If you're going to sow them and leave them where you sow them to crop, then it's early August that you need to do the sowing. And with spring cabbage, I like to see them about nine inches apart in the row come September or October because then you can cut alternative ones for spring green and leave the rest to heart up properly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm very pleased today to introduce Alex Denham. Alex and I have known one another for several years. Uh, she was at one time, I believe, a horticultural lecturer. She then worked on the Royal Horticultural Society magazine, The Garden. And, and I suppose most significant for me was a former manager of the Chelsea Flower Show and is now giving her green-fingered and magic touch to the Royal Rose and Horticultural Society show at Windsor. Is that all right, Alex? That's perfect, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Now, I only just caught up with the idea that you lectured in horticulture. Yeah. So I, I was passionate about gardening as a child. Um, never knew that I could actually have a career in it until my mum and dad said, when I think I was 17, they said, well, you could go to university to do horticulture. And, well, that set the cat amongst the pigeons at school. What? Go and do horticulture. What was that? You know, a degree in digging. Uh, but I did, and I went to Reading University, and I had this fantastic uh, three years um, uh, but the element that perhaps was most significant for me was my sandwich year, which was in the um, royal landscape at Windsor, the Savillan Valley Gardens. And it was there that I had a real uh, grounding in plants and growing, which was just fantastic. I mean, did you work under the great John Bond? I did. Oh, I, Alex. I did. <laughs> I, Alex. I fancy that. The most special. I was a Bond girl, Peter. I was a Bond girl. There were three apprentice gardeners and I was one of the Bond girls. And he was the most, uh, well, erudite. He was the most knowledgeable um, gentleman. And he was from the older era. So we all, you know, pulled our socks up and did and tried our hardest. And at the beginning, I, I, was, <laughs> I was weak and feeble. But by the end, you know, I was a strong gardener and I had learned a huge amount uh, from the great man. So, yes, I was very, very fortunate. I'm pleased to hear that, and it explains all kinds of things to me. Yes, anybody who'd spent a year <laughs> yeah. under John Bond, goodness gracious. What standard, a, standard what a piece of <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And if you, if you do have a foundation like that in horticulture, gives you so much strength and confidence, Alex, doesn't it? Well, I think that's it, and that's it, it's having that practical experience with the degree for me was a was a great start. Um, so, um, and and to have those names behind you, and that's why I think education to the highest level in horticulture is still essential. And it's such a shame that at universities now there there aren't the places available um, because I think it does give you a great grounding, and I think it gives you great confidence as well in what you can go on to do. Yeah. But well, then let's bring you right up to date yes. and talk about this exciting schools campaign, uh, which you're masterminding in the Windsor area. Yes. 
Yes. So we've had, well, through your through yourself, we've had this wonderful opportunity. Um, when I took, spoke to you about creating a schools competition for the show, um, you really stepped up to the mark. And there I was thinking, I was just asking for advice. And then you went out to these wonderful sponsors that we've got. So B&Q, uh, Scott's Miracle Grow, and uh, the Scott's Company, and, uh, of course, Thompson & Morgan. And those three sponsors have really set us on our path because they've given us the opportunity to go out to nine different schools in the borough. Um, some of those schools were already doing gardening, some are not. And of course, rather than having to go to the, the, to the committee to ask for monies and fundings, they have got this lovely opportunity. And of course, it's been great for me too, because I'm going out to see young people. I have two young children myself who love gardening, but to see other children's uh, lives being touched by this wonderful at this point hobby but potentially career in the future is just fantastic so i think we'll probably have touched maybe i don't know 300 children through doing this and then of course when those wheelbarrows in all their glory uh, <laughs> come to the flower show to be judged by your good self uh, then so many more children will see it as well and so really our my passion for this show is um really challenging how we live our lives and this whole mental health issue that we've got going on and, and encouraging children to to understand how our how our plants grow and taking responsibility for them and um, and seeing them thrive and I think it gives them great confidence Peter. Well when we visited the Bishopsgate school I, I thought that really was a, an eye-opener a little triangular plot well, couldn't been more than what four meters by four meters just tucked in a corner had some really fantastic vegetables and herbs uh, quite apart from the wheelbarrow alongside yes and that's what comes from that is a teacher that's miss fennymore that's a teacher who hasn't got any horticultural advice um, not uh, direct knowledge she's not been trained in horticulture but she sees the benefit that the children get out of it um, it shows them that path. They grow it in the in the school beds with the teacher, and then they have great pride in taking it to the kitchen, and it's served in the kitchen that day. And as you say, from such a small pot, Peter, um, what a revelation to the children, and I think to the teachers as well. What can be achieved, and the pride that children can have in in uh, a simple thing as growing a little gem lettuce. Yes, because when we do go to a school. You need just one person, don't you? Yes. If yes. there isn't that one person to keep an eye on watering at the weekend, to just watch things and make some arrangements over the holidays, it can be really disappointing and frustrating for youngsters. But that one person, they can really set the world alight. Yes, and you know what? We saw that in each school, didn't we? We went to three schools on Friday and we saw that in every school there was just one person who could make the difference. Yeah. And it's those children will remember that teacher with such fondness. And I bet that, you know, that happy memory will, will create happy times in, in the future as well. Well, at, uh, I think it was St Peter's. Yes. The thing that interested me, I'm always poking about, you know, <laughs> going round the backs of compost bins and things. And when I opened the shed door, all the children's tools were washed, were clean and hung up neatly. Yes. Boy, that's a great lesson to yes. put to youngsters. Yes. You Look know, after your tools, yeah. um, put them away, you know, have respect for things that are in your in your domain to respect and um yes and that's that's it and that came from again from a teacher um that had no previous knowledge of gardens just knew the benefit that it gave to to children what enthusiasm he had uh, oh yes 
goodness. And he did that all off his own back. Um, there was no other support in the school at that time. And he saw the opportunity. He got a group together. And the thing I loved most was the two head gardeners who came to greet us at the front door and the pride that they had in showing us their past results and, and giving us strawberries to eat, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, strawberries appear to be quite a popular crop, don't they? I think we had strawberries at all three gardens, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that there were any left to tell you the truth with children hanging around. But, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I work with a school uh, just local to home and we have a raised bed full of strawberries uh, and, and a number of them were ripe yeah. and we left a message that the children uh, sh- should pick some of these strawberries. Uh, we sent, I think, a seed tray heaped up into the kitchen oh, great. and when I went back that evening, boy, had the children been at that bed. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many left. <laughs> it looked as if the elephants had been through it, you know. <laughs> some, some enthusiasm, mm-hmm. yes. That's it. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about um, the Windsor Show? I mean, yes. it's held within the shadow of Windsor Castle, isn't oh, it? It is the most magnificent of settings. Um, the Royal Windsor Rose and Horticultural Society's annual show, uh, the summer show, is held in St George's School, actually, uh, which is the Chorister's School for the castle. And we're very lucky because we have these beautiful walls, grounds um, that we are allowed to use. And so we have two um, marquees. We have the main floral uh, competition marquee, uh, which actually anybody is open to enter as long as you're an amateur. Uh, and we'd love to see some more entries going into that if you're local. Um, uh, am, am I allowed to enter a fruitcake? Oh, yes. You know, because yes, you're an amateur in I'm that I'm an amateur, case. aren't I? <laughs> you're um, an amateur in that category, pardon? Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm yes. having I'm having to learn very quickly to cook in old age. <laughs> <laughs> and there's photography as well, but as well, so you perhaps you can do a couple of those. Pieces, and, uh, well, I get paid sometimes for photography, so yes, <laughs> I, I, I have to be careful about that. Yes. yes, and so we've really taken on two big themes for the show. Uh, we're celebrating the RAF 100 theme, um, because, in part because we have the RAF Memorial up at Runnymede, which forms a nice part of the day. You can come to the show and perhaps go up to the Runnymede uh, Air Force Memorial as well. And also, Sir Sidney Cam was a Windsor boy, and he designed the Hurricane, of which there's a life-size model on the banks of the Thames uh, just in Windsor. So we're celebrating that with um, NAFAS clubs, that's the flower arranging clubs, uh, depicting that per adua ad astra through adversity to the stars. So they're creating these wonderful large displays. Um, and then it goes through um, through the entire marquee from cake decoration uh, to, to cushion making. But before you leave the flower arranging, yes. doesn't something special happen to one of those arrangements? Oh, yes, how right you are. So each of those floral clubs has also been asked to create a basket of flowers for Her Majesty the Queen's uh, breakfast table. Her Majesty is our patron, and um, so every year we're very lucky uh, to be able to send one of the baskets up to Her Majesty, and um, and apparently she uh, very much appreciates the effort that's uh, gone into them. So yes, a rather rather large prize, I would say. <laughs> Indeed, yes. I hope I hope they uh, remember to include a few sweet-scented stocks. If, if my grapevine is correct, they always plant. East Lothian stocks under the window when they go to Balmoral there's a bed of East Lothian stocks East Lothian yeah under, under the window uh, and so, so I rather gather that the fragrance of stocks is uh, quite a favourite oh, of uh, Her Majesty the Queen I might have to Queen. slip yeah. that across 
across to 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 the clubs and see what they can do with it. <laughs> but then you've got some uh, special chefs and uh, chocolate makers too. We you? do, we do, and um, we're very blessed. The, the The society is relatively small, but it has a wonderful following, and we're very blessed to have uh, two sets of chefs that are uh, passionate about. Um, about their their profession but also about imparting their knowledge and we've got this activity corner at the show this year i I will be doing a seed sowing station we'll then have your growing station with all the wheelbarrows peter and then we have the caldaisies katie and giancarlo caldaisi are chefs and uh, teachers of cookery they have um, uh, restaurants in in marleybone and bray and they are also passionate um, being great Italian chefs uh, at um, that crossover between the growing and then what we do next with it. And um, they use a huge amount of herbs in Tuscan cooking where Giancarlo is from. And so they will be doing demonstrations on taking the produce and how to use it to create these wonderful dishes for the summer. Uh, so we're very blessed with that. And then a very, very special opportunity is to sample a Mark Tilling. He actually won the um the great british bake off the professionals it was called creme de la creme and he uh, he won that in the, its first year and he will be designing an afternoon tea uh, in a box and it's this great surprise when you open it uh, and it's this wonderful afternoon tea which can all be pre-booked on our eventbrite page uh, which is if you put in windsor you'll find our summer show all recorded there for you to buy tickets well, it's going to be quite a day. Can you can you fix the weather for us? Oh, that's what I need, Peter. That's what I need. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I think you're higher up. <laughs> so please, could you uh, fix the day? Because that's what we need. But fortunately, we've got the school uh, buildings as well, so there's lots of cover if we need it. Uh, but it's going to be a very exciting day. We've got some wonderful people from the world of horticulture as well. So Rosie Hardy, yourself, Ian Drummond from the Indoor Design Company. So there's there's an awful lot going on. Alex... Thank you very much both for your enthusiasm and all you're doing and very much look forward to uh, meeting up at that wonderful show. We didn't give the date, I don't think. Oh, no. It's Saturday the 14th of July from 11 till 5 and there is parking opposite on the rugby pitches. Yeah. Look forward to seeing you there. Thank you, Peter. Please be reminded that on Saturday the 23rd of June we have garden centres from... Uh, the south coast down in Bournemouth right the way up to Inverness in Scotland uh, holding a rose festival with many of them operating a prettiest rose competition. All you've got to do is to cut a rose from your garden, put it in a non-returnable drinks bottle and toodle off to uh, one of those garden centres and you could be first prize winner. It's just the prettiest rose and all of the winners will be uh, photographed and the pictures sent in to Sun Gardening and we're then going to judge the prettiest rose in Britain with three prizes, a £1,000 first, a £500 second and a £250 third. So come on, have a bit of fun, cut a rose, take it in and somebody's going to be lucky enough to win, well, at least £1,000. And if they happen to be the winner from one of the Blue Diamond Centres, where they're offering £100 at each centre for their prettiest rose, you could win £1,100. This week we've got uh, the Trade Plant Show for uh, all of the horticultural trade 
up in Stoneleigh and I'll be going to look at the summer trials in Holland and so we'll have all the latest news of uh, plants to be launched in the next 12 months next week. Thanks again to our sponsor, Sutton Seeds of Torquay. And thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.